Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them well a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the ride. What a morning. Uh, it's chilly out there. It is, it's chilly here. I don't know. If you're listening to the show and it's not chilly, if you're listening to this show like within the first that couple of days that we're doing it, it's chilly wherever you are. It's got to be. Where isn't it chilly? Anyway, uh, good morning. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning live, 7 to 9, on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Or you can track us 24-7, 365. Share it as a podcast with your friends on all the podcast platforms out there. Uh, And I can go through them, but just punch in the Outdoor Zone, and you can listen to all the podcasts and you might even I don't know if they're stacked up on the on the other platforms, but man, we got years and years and years of these shows out there for you. Hope you enjoy them. My name is TJ Graney, waiting on Cody Ryan Graney to make it in. He was coming in from the farm today and I got a note from him, a text from him. Let me see here. It says I am running late. Go ahead and start the show. <laughs> so he'll be pulling up the old gravel driveway here in a few minutes. Beefsteak, our trusted sidekick, is out today. He has a, uh, we gave him a day of personal, well, I'll tell you what he's doing. He's probably got his feet up in his hot tub. He's got this hot tub, built a deck on his house over the holidays. He's got this hot tub. And uh, he just goes there. He goes there for mental days and mental moments and mental weeks. Anyway, Beefsteak's not with us, but Road Rash is here, and he's the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, fires up the old pop belly stove, and puts foil on the coat hanger that gets the signal out to you, our trusted and loved out. Uh, door zone listeners who we so lovingly call regulators a regulator is a guy who a guy or a gal who will strap on their firearm mount up and ride into whatever the situation is because we fight for good um anyway shout out to all the regulators all y'all listen to the show um may even be Dan Cook up in West Virginia. Oh, uh, Grandma out in Georgia. And uh, who knows all who's listening. But you can track us there. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com on Facebook, Instagram. Are we on Instagram? I don't think we're on Instagram with the show. No. No. But you're on there, Cody Ryan. Cody. Cody Ryan Graney. Cody Ryan Graney, and that's with an E-A. Anyway, 
Uh, and I'm TJ. So um, you're here. You're not in the Princess Studios. Uh, I thought we were going to lose you to the comfort of the Princess Studios, but you told me yesterday when I was out at the farm that, no, no, you're coming in. Yeah, I had to come back to the bunkhouse. It just didn't feel right, you know, surrounded by Barbie dolls. and So <laughs> what it is, I got a new house, you know, that we're building. And uh, whew, I got to catch my breath, man. I was running up. You the, did good. Running up that porch, but uh, so we're building a new house and the goal is to have a you know a studio to be able to do the show from and the new barn barndo don't you bring your new <sighs> headset you still got this one that's yeah I left put my, together with scotch tape it's my not new even headset, electrical tape <laughs> my new headset is <clears throat> in my new studio computer setup that was at the barbie bunkhouse last week <laughs> but uh and I forgot to grab it is really what it boils down to. But anyway, so I set up a studio. So last week I did the show. You know, we had all the snow and Golly, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I did the show live from the new Barndo. The girls weren't there in town, my wife, my daughter. So the only, the, the place that had the most furniture and the most stuff <laughs> where there wasn't an echo, you know, that vacant house echo sound was my daughter's room so i was surrounded by teddy bears and a hundred dolls it was so funny uh road rash you would have appreciated this so on the on the instagram or whatever it is family texting or whatever there's instagram family texting whatever it is whatever the communication system that was used to send out a picture but it was i put uh, it on facebook was that where it was so there was a picture he was working on putting some rock on this column in his i mean he's building this thing by himself so he's out there doing this uh and then there's my little two and a half year old granddaughter oh the family text picture yeah. yeah, and there's a hundred dolls lined up against the wall just watching him build this thing, and she's, like, controlling them and teaching them, and, you know, I guess maybe that's just a grandpa thing. That <laughs> but Basically, was that... what it was is I was trying to do construction in the middle of a house with a two-year-old girl. Yeah. Is basically what it boiled down <laughs> it was to. Awesome. Mortar everywhere, chipping rock for these rock columns I put in, and... And yeah. she's there with her barefoot with her dolls. Just yeah, yeah, it was really easy. You know, had all the room to work. Hey, was that snow day cool or what? Did did you get to get home? Did you were you at work, Road Rash? Yeah, I was. I was up here, but I mean, you know, I got to enjoy it with the boys. What's better than that? Yeah, it was. <laughs> man, it was a it was a gorgeous, cool day. I the, mean, the thing I think that's so cool about snow is instantly it makes everything especially down here where we don't get it right right it just covers puts a coating over everything and everything looks so clean and pure of course until it starts melting and it's a muddy sloppy mess and till the libs come back out (laughs) (laughs) does that even mean (laughs) nothing it just means it so it's just a nice a nice clear oh there we go both headphones finally clicked in I've got this fine set of headphones that I've had for, I don't know, probably 10 years. and Yeah, and they're scotch taped together. Well, just one ear because it broke <laughs> off. But You're just cheap. You, gotta, you can get them for $15. I've got a brand new pair, but I forgot to bring them. Uh, they're hooked up to my... So the whole thing with the weather... At the shop. You know, I, this whole thing with weather, the weather people's... I don't, where, I don't know where you go to get it. If, if you go somewhere to get good weather, but I'm telling you, I, there's nothing, there's, there's nobody out there that can tell me that I believe anymore what the weather's going to be like tomorrow. It is, it is, I mean, a hundred times it's been storms coming, this happening, that happening and nothing. Nothing. I know nothing. So and what I'm I not, do, I watch, I watch radar. I'm a radar watcher, and you can find wind direction. I've got a radar app, and you watch wind direction, 
and you can tell what's coming in. You know, you look north across the country, and you can see waves of, you know, of rain well, or snow. I can see that or, where you kind of be your own weather person. Yeah, but you, then you look at wind currents and which way it's blowing and which way it's coming. So if it's coming from the north, it's going to be cold. If it's coming from the south, it's going to be warm. No, you know how I do it now? That's how I figured it out. <clears throat> I go out and... I have my flags flying in my Stick front your arm yard. Outside. No, I go and I look which way the flags are flying. If they're coming from the the winds coming from the south, probably going to be warm that day. Coming from the north, probably going to be a little bit cooler. But you got to know what is north and what is south. I'm still yeah, teaching you that. I I just I kind of got that figured out a little bit enough to know which is <laughs> north and south with my flags. I reckon. <laughs> So, uh, weather-wise, let's see, I just saw this today. Surprisingly, the most miserable day of the year in Texas has not yet arrived. It will be January 18th, 2021. Weather-wise. Weather-wise. Yeah. So, what's today? Today's the 16th? Today, 17th. <laughs> it's tomorrow. We're looking at each other like, what? 17th. Tomorrow is the worst weather day of the year. The 18th. Predicted. So, uh, a software media company pulled. Well, there's that's where you want to get your weather. A software <laughs> media company pulled three thousand internet users and found January to be Texas' gloomiest month of the year based on historical weather data. January eighteenth is eighteen is historically wet and cold according to thirty six years of data. So get this, my weather app. This isn't my radar. This is just my weather app. Supposedly tomorrow is supposed to be the worst weather day in Texas. Yes. Of the year. Tomorrow is 73 and sunny. Miserable. <laughs> How are we going to make it through that? Tuesday is 73 pouring down rain and it rains for seven days straight after that. So tomorrow is the nicest day of the next eight days according to my weather app. Well, I'll be in Florida. So <laughs> they missed Florida. that one by one day. <laughs> if they would have said the 19th, they would have sounded like geniuses. The Lone Star State's most miserable day comes a few weeks before our neighbors. Louisiana's predicted to be occur on February 1st. Oklahoma and Arkansas's most miserable day is February 14th. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Valentine's yeah. Day. That's not... Yeah, that's not... What is that, Louisiana? Or Louisiana Oklahoma? and Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, the Houstonians are are used to fair amount of sunshine around the year. According to National Climatic Data Center, Houston received an average, annual average 58% of sunshine between 61 and 90, 1961 and 1990. They were one day off, if this weather prediction is correct on my phone. Man, they almost sounded really smart. You know, I'm telling you, they don't have it together at all. <laughs> no. They're totally... 73 and sunny tomorrow. So, uh... 66 and sunny today. Well, I, I'm just... Terrible. I like the idea of putting on a weather app that shows radar. I probably have it on my weather dot something or other on my phone. Um, That's an independent. Probably it's not updated. connected to one of those, but... It's uh, my radar is the one I watch. But wind direction, it's key. It's cool because you could see, uh, I mean, I could watch the, uh, I could zoom out and watch the hurricanes when we had hurricane season going and kind of see the direction that they're going and uh, how they move. And it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Well, I like that. I like uh I like that they're off one day, but we'll see. <laughs> you know, may or may not happen. With the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns, we all know it's imperative to support our local gun shop, the one we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. They're Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Looking for your personal carry or referral class? One place, McBride's. You find them in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them, 472-3532 or online, McBride's Guns, McBride's Guns, McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. All right, we'll talk a little fishing on the flip side, plus uh, Armed Citizens Report, Game Warden Field Notes, all your favorite segments still up, ready to rock. It is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
Forestdale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my deer blind. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Number one outdoor show on radio. You are the regulators. They mount up with us every week. Ride this thing till it's done. There's still time to get a start on the 2021 from the number one sales leader in Austin. That's giving you thousands in red tag discounts during the Start Something New sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Buy the all-new 2021 Ram 1500 Lone Star. Man, that is a pretty truck. Thousands off MSRP and 0% APR for 60 months. Or the 2020 Jeep Gladiator, Renegade, Compass, or Cherokee, with all, all with thousands off MSRP. This year-end prices, year prices are still very limited here for a very limited time, so there's absolutely no time to wait. Come see the Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram sales leader who will save you thousands. Now Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin. See all the savings online at nowmaxwellsupercenter.com. And this week's uh, fishing segment brought to you by the title sponsor I'll be running this year on the 2021 Bass Master Open Series and the National Professional Fishing League, the newest series in fishing, uh, Keystone Bank here in Central Texas, uh, just a great group of uh, of people that I, I've really grown to grow fond of when you're looking for banking solutions, human-to-human banking. You know, it's interesting. My wife was griping. She went and did a deposit for us the other day with some business stuff that we were doing, but she didn't have a, one of our cards, and it was at a different bank. And they wouldn't make her let – they wouldn't let her make a deposit because she didn't have a card and there were no – uh, they didn't have any tellers at that branch. Yeah, it's that's all, the newest thing in the no in a people. lot of the banking. Yeah, it's no just people. Like a, and so like, she was like, like a Zoom call. Yeah, she was like teleconferencing with somebody in Wisconsin or something, and they said, "Oh, you can't make a deposit." She's like, "I'm trying to give you money. Take my money. Put it in the account." And they're like, "We can't do it." Well, so I, if you want a different solution? Go see my title sponsor that I'll be running this year on the boat. Uh, Keystone Bank here in Central Texas, they have creative solutions for all of your banking needs. Oh, that's pretty good. Creative uh, you solutions. like that? So, you know, it's, it, it, it is different because I'm working on a farm deal. Yeah. And a piece of dirt. Yep. And I call them. Yeah, you got to talk to somebody. And I, and I know who I'm working with. Right. So. Right. Good deal. So, Keystone Bank. Uh, Bass Champs. Happened yesterday on Lake Falcon, the first South Division Bass Champs. Oh, my chance. gosh. I know. I thought it was next week. I was going to try and slide <laughs> down there. Totally. And Oops. then I get a text yesterday at 5 o'clock because I'm signed up for the Bass Champs text. They text me every time there's a tournament, give me, you know, send the results and all that. It's a cool little deal if you haven't signed up for it, if you're into fishing or kind of see. It's even neat if you don't fish Bass Champs. It's neat to be signed up for the text. Because you can kind of see what lakes are doing good. Like, you would get this text yesterday, the first event in the South Division on Lake Falcon, the 2021 Bass Champs Tournament Trail. You get this text, and it said, uh, Mike and Wesley uh, win Bass Champs with 27.88 pounds on five fish yesterday. And you think, holy cow, Falcon's on fire, baby. We got to get down there. You know, 30 pounds, taking a win a tournament. We better. Second place, good friends of mine, buddies I've traveled with, got second yesterday, 19.8 pounds, almost 10 pounds less, but second place, Tim and Brian, congratulations, Tim and Brian. And, uh, but to get a check, 8.2 pounds. Holy cow. Four limits caught yesterday on Lake Falcon. Four. Yeah, I was like, let's go. Now I'm like, well, maybe we wait a week. <laughs> yeah. Four limits caught out of 100-plus boats, 100-and-something boats on Lake Falcon yesterday. 
Yes, 27 pounds is impressive. Eight pounds to get a check, not impressive. Four limits, not impressive. It's crazy to see you got, you know, like eighth place, for example, two fish. One of them just happens to be a nine-pounder. <laughs> Golly, that's you got just bizarre. Three, I could have done so much better than that. Third, third <laughs> place, third place, three fish. One of them just happens to be a nine-pounder. So there's some big ones starting to get caught. You know, there's several eight and a half, eights, nines. What's the water temp there? It seems sixes. It seems it's like it's a little cool. So I talked to Brian and Tim yesterday. Yeah. They got second. And they had just one little hole that they knew there were some fish on and they, they just stayed on it. And and actually they didn't practice. It was last year they found this area, but they kinda had some missed opportunities, you know, they said and they said they kinda set up on it different and fished it a little different this time which has obviously helped the cause coming in second place. Uh, but uh, they said it was in the high seven, uh, high 50s, high 50s, which is really cold for Falcon. You know, I mean, it gets there. It does it every year, but that's still pretty cold for Falcon. Yeah. So another week or two, I would say two weeks of some good, you know, steady warm weather, Lake Falcon is liable to break open. Explode. Well, yeah. it, it, I wonder if it's... Um, you know, just co- like cold runoff and stuff like a that lot of from that, all I'm the sure. snow. And, I mean, there was I'm sure it's a lot of down that. there. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of that. I don't know how much snow they got, but I'm, I'm sure they got some cold rain. And, and they did say that uh, the upper half of the lake was pretty off-colored. You know, you get back down towards the dam and it clears up, which is, you know, signs that there are there is some water coming into the lake and uh which is a good thing mm-hmm. but yeah. at the same time it does dirty that water up it can warm that water up faster though with a little bit dirtier water because the molecules in the water in dirtier water retain the heat so if you get a good sunny day it holds that heat in the shallows better than like a clear water situation in the shallows. so it'll warm it up it'll it'll warm it up pretty quick and and then i give it a couple weeks and and Falcon will be liable to be off, you know, just just over blow the up. chain, baby. Over the chain, off the Woo! hook, off the hizzy. So uh, <laughs> a couple of Sherlunkers showed up this week. Uh, the second week, I believe, eight pounders. Sherlunker, no. So that w- that's been my gripe. I know that's why right? I said that. And I don't even call them out because there's a hundred eight pounders turned into the share lunker program texas share lunker program started off a very i think good program i think they've changed a bunch of lakes and you're seeing less and less actual share lunkers which i call a true share lunker a 13 plus pound bass was it 13 or 12 it was 13 originally it was 13 13 pounds and you got you brought it in live you gave it to them. They gave you a replica. And originally, at the very beginning, I think they gave you a lifetime fishing. They might have. Yeah. yeah early on, they, it was a big deal early on to catch a 13-plus. Yeah. And True there were, And there were, you know, dozens of them caught each year and turned in. They'll, what they'll do is they'll take them to their facility, spawn them, <clears throat> retain the genes, and then, and then they'll release the fish back. To the and, lake it came from, right? Yeah, and the it just they just ensure that it has a a successful spawn. That's what they try to ensure that the sherlunker has a successful spawn. Well, we've been seeing less and less sherlunkers over the years, like non-existent amounts of sherlunkers. You know, we've killed grass. We've done all these to make sure to make sure that we conserve our fisheries. When in reality, we just saw less and less bigger fish being caught. There's a bunch of different reasons. I mean, we can go into that for two hours of a debate yeah, on that deal. Yeah, that would deal. be on the Cody Graney <laughs> podcast. But uh, then they changed the Sherlunker program, where now you can take a picture of an eight-pounder and you get a Sherlunker pick. You get a whatever. You get a Sherlunker. Get a box of chocolates. I don't know where that came from. You get a plaque or not a plaque, but a little piece of paper that says you caught a sherlunker or something. You know, there's a couple of those been weighed in. Some a twelve six huge fish, an eight pounder. So they just kind of diluted 
the meaning of Sherlunker, but there have been a couple of real Sherlunkers caught. We posted one earlier this week on our Facebook page. I believe the first one of the year uh, may have been the, the second one, but uh, somebody else posted one from Lake Austin, came out of Lake Austin. Well, about time. It It's interesting that we went through a huge surge in Sherlunkers coming from Lake Austin several years ago. Yeah, people were coming from all around the world to fish Lake Austin, and not for carp, but for bass. Because the Sherlunkers, the giant bass being caught, were yeah. plentiful. Yeah. Then the grass epidemic with the city of Austin. Killing off all the grass. And Parks and Wildlife getting pushed by the lake association lake homeowners association whatever killed all the grass in the lake they'd even built a mobile sherlunker station at the boat ramp at lake austin that never got used because by the time the completion of the stand was built the sherlunker stand the sherlunker stand was built were gone the grass was gone and the fishing you know dumped Big time, and nobody even. I don't. I don't talk to anybody that fishes friend. Lake Austin regularly anymore. We got a friend who owns some matter lake, of five years lakefront property there. Yeah, and he's got like I think he has twelve boat docks on his property. What? Yeah, it's he he owns this huge piece of property right on. The, well, no, no, no. It's it's just little private docks. You know how much he gets a year for those. A year for a place to park your boat. Just a little wooden dock. He, he It's not a marina. It's just his deal. But he's grandfathered in because he's been there a while. I bet he gets 12000 a year per boat slip. $18,000 a year per slip. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. $18,000 yeah, a year. That's my, that's my mortgage. In, in uh, high school, I remember hearing somebody, they were asking 900 to to $1,000 Per, for a slip at Lake Austin, and this was 20 years ago. Of course, his his uh, city of Austin and, and property years. taxes yeah. are 350000 a year. Oh, yeah, of course, right. Yeah. So I'll tell you, all that aside, just go to archery country. Amen. Come on now. You got that archery gear. You need to rig it out. You want to go over and find out what they got from uh, end of the year before, all, before they go to the archery trade show and bring in all the new stuff? You need to go see our buddies over at Archery Country. The staff and owners over there are not just part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. They have all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and ready for installation every day. 8121 Research Boulevard, AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com. Calm. News of the weird coming up next. You don't want to miss it. It is TJ's favorite topic we'll talk about on the flip what side. You get it only 24-7, 365 right here at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right. Whack them and stack them, why don't you? Hey, shout out to the those guys who are in the blue uh, protecting you and your family, us and our family. We ride with the blue. We stand with the blue. Um, we honor you guys, and uh, we got your back over here. Um Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. You know they hire only ASC certified technicians, and they've got great deals and specials on their Facebook for just regular service and high-end repairs. SunAutoService.com, locations 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown. They've also got a location in Lakeway now, 1206 Ranch Road 620. Check out our friends. Use our friends. Go see our friends at sunautoservice.com. 
Appreciate those guys for their support all these years to make sure we can do this show. Hey, now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. You know it's my pet peeve and favorite topic. Nearly 100 cats have survived a house fire in a town outside Rochester, New York. Ah, crap. According to an animal protection group. Just kidding. The Lollipop Farm Shelter has has been told as many as 70 cats lived in the home when it caught fire, but its workers rescued 97 cats, said the Democrat. uh, Democrat. Democrat and Charlotte reports. Many of the cats suffered smoke inhalation. The Humane Society of Rochester wasn't clear how many of them would survive. The fire began at one. It was just in one room. The two, two adults were outside when the firefighters arrived. So, a cat lady and her husband, probably her second husband, maybe third. Uh, Why would you say that? He's a Tom cat. <laughs> uh, well, because, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like a cat lady would have, like, be on her third husband. It just seems that way. I don't know why I said it. <laughs> You've watched too much joe exotica uh lion king or lion, lion king. king yeah, yeah i it? watch way too much lion king <laughs> you're fixing to go into lion king <laughs> overload yourself daddy uh so no a hundred cats i had a cat i had a cat a man i had a cat guy who lived across from us yeah for years and uh he you didn't know, have three wives no he was single <laughs> yeah I don't know why. He had, a, he, uh, he had 100 the, cats. Yeah, he had all the girls around him he could take. and But uh, it was weird. No, he did have a girlfriend. Did he? Yeah. I remember one time because her cat got lost and she got mad at me. <laughs> I, uh, I would, too, if I was a cat person and lived near you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Not going to lie. Uh, where was I on that whole thing? Uh, no. How can you? Man. I can't stand one cat in the house. Okay, I, hey, cat people, all to you, baby. It's all it's all you. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, how can you have a a hundred cats in the house? Well, you don't have a house at that point. You're just a visitor. They're not. They're not. You know, they don't have the auto scoop boxes everywhere. Uh, and can you imagine the smell? That's what I'm saying. They're not getting baths. I mean, they've got to have... They're not getting baths. The dump trucks, deet, deet, <laughs> deet, you know, with kitty litter. Oh. Anyway. Um, they don't keep it that clean, I don't believe. A lot of those cats aren't going to make it, uh, you know, but they were unhealthy anyway. And when they pick up those, when the Humane Society goes and rescues 67 puppies... Yeah. Yeah. Don't be fooled that they're, each one of those is being adopted out. To a loving family. Yeah, because that ain't what happens. No. You can read all about PETA's little little facility there in New York and how they handle that. Yeah, and how PETA, Humane Society and PETA are euthanized more animals. Than- no, than they adopt by far. <clears throat> so let's change mm. subjects because Man, that's, that's just... that's sad. It is sad. It is sad. It's sad that somebody would... I mean, but I guess it happens, you know, hoarders. It's just a hoarder of yeah. living creatures, right? Right. It's well, just a mental disorder I of mean, some sort. Look at my garage. I got all kinds of used stuff in there that I'm hoarding. <laughs> yes, you, you know. Are. So I know I can use that piece, that 12-inch piece, of 11-and-a-half-inch piece of wood somewhere <laughs> one day. Yeah. <laughs> or that old Milwaukee drill. That the uh, battery's dude. no good on, but I'm going to get some new batteries. <laughs> you can find them still on eBay. You know what I what my my the batteries that fit that are my are big really hard to find. That's the only reason I don't use that. My yeah, it's like six volt. <laughs> <laughs> my big struggle, my big struggle is I got this 
remote control pickup truck. It's like this yellow pickup truck, and it's got a remote control on it, and I cannot find a battery for it. And I've had it since you were a kid. (laughs) Backs up, back up, back up, drop it, drop it. Have you tried to hook up a different battery to it? It's just a positive and negative. So I'm going to come up with a way to get my my new 20 amp volt (laughs) DeWalt. Back up, back up. Go forward, go forward. Remember, like, uh, home, appro- home Improvement? Yeah. Isn't that the uh, show? Yeah, Tim. Tim, the tool man, Taylor? Yeah. Benford Tools? Yeah. Yeah. He was awesome. His best invention was when he, uh, when he, when he amped up his uh, garbage disposal <laughs> to like 60 horsepower from like one. You could put a baseball bat in there and just great. Wow. Hey, um, man searching for treasure faces 12 years in prison prison for digging up graves at Yellowstone. Hmm. A man in Utah is facing prison time after digging up graves in Yellowstone National Park back in 2020 in pursuit of a legendary treasure, according to an insider. Insider reported that Roderick Dow Craythorn, who lives in Syracuse, Utah, pleaded guilty to charges of excavating or trafficking and archaeological resources and injury or depredation to United States property, according to U.S. official U.S. Attorney's Office. The 52-year-old was apparently digging up parts of Fort Yellowstone Cemetery between October 19th October 2019 and May 2020, while seeking Forest Finn's long sought after $2 million treasure. Finn himself was an art dealer and author from New Mexico who had a love for the great outdoors. He buried a bronze treasure chest filled with gold and precious gems somewhere in the Rocky Mountains 10 years ago. And the internet has been captiv- captivated with finding it ever since. Finn left clues to the treasure via a poem he included in his memoir, The Thrill of the Chase. Well, it's interesting. Uh, There's been these stories before of treasures left. There was a a famous one a long time ago that uh, the guy wrote a book about, and then the treasure was eventually found. Well, and and nobody, it was kind of like this, wasn't that a friend of yours that knew about it? Because there was... Yeah, he well, he read about it, and it was like there was online, you know, chat forums about it. And didn't you have to pay like a thousand dollars to get the? No, 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 no. This is a different. But it was like this undercurrent thing that people people know about. Five. It says here, uh, the search for the treasure has been attempted by dozens of people, at least five of whom have died while trying to search. Finn confirmed on a blog that the treasure chest was found in June 2020 by Michigan resident Jack Stufer, NPR reported. Finn himself died in September at the age of 90. Yeah. So unfortunately for Craythorn, all that digging didn't pay off. Craythorn is now facing 12 years in prison. And so that's the same treasure. $270,000. That's the same treasure. June 2020, it was found. That's the treasure. And, that and I, had a buddy, I had a buddy who was... I mean, like, distraught this summer when he found out it was found. Not that he was, like, actively seeking it, but he was actively keeping up with it and trying to come up with where it may be. And it was kind of like the end of an era for him. He said it was like a decade he's been just following this thing, trying to figure out where this treasure is. And then all of a sudden it just ends one day, and he was like, well, okay. Now, uh, now what? Now what do I Google today? You know, fishing reports. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but it's but it was but real. I, but it was real, and yeah. I'm and I'm I'm actually reading a book that has a two million dollar treasure that's been lost right now, and I can't believe you're still reading that. Yeah, it's I'm going to be classic. reading it for months. Apparently, it's like seven billion pages. Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bear. You can find a treasure over at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, I guarantee you. There's something golden and delicious over there.
That was pretty funny, right? That was good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, our amazing friends at Shore are serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. I love this place. All their fish and oysters are brought in fresh every week. They handpick them. And, uh, man, their live music over there is excellent. Either on the patio or inside, they have live music every week. You uh, Great place for a date night or just a night out on the town. Our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider invite you to join them at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyan Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill, shoreatx.com for details, shoreatx.com for details. All right, coming up, we've got uh, all of your favorite segments still left to go. It is the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'll be looking for eight when they pull that gate, and I hope that judge ain't lying. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Okay, wow! <laughs> no, I'll do it. Right. I was just getting into that drum roll right yeah, there. I, I love that. Like, are you gonna jam out to? You need to be a DJ. That's what you need to do. No, I wouldn't be any good at that. You just sit back, you jam out for like yeah, four minutes you during gotta, a song, and then you talk. All right, coming up next, easy. What if I was like, yeah, man, I remember when I did that song because I do. There, I listen to uh, classic vinyl on satellite when I'm traveling. And uh, and they got a couple of DJs on there. One of them's this older guy, probably my age, and uh, but he like tells stories on like how the you know what ZZ Top was doing, where the Stones were, and the song was written. And funny part is, you can make it all up. He might make it up, but he's really good. <laughs> I remember when I was backstage with ZZ Top, and they were only eating yellow M and M's. All right, coming up next. <laughs> I couldn't believe it was it was devastating, but. Me and Billy were like this now. Oh, my gosh. I was the first one to grow the beard. <laughs> Year-end savings are still on at Nile Maxwell GMC, so get a fast start to 2021 because Better Than Employee Pricing has been extended. We're offering the best savings on every remaining 2020 in stock. With these aggressively low prices, you don't want to miss your chance to save. You need to come in and test drive the next generation 2020 Sierra 1500 with more features, including the world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. That offers you more space, more functionality than any other truck in its class. Go visit our friends in at Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock or online, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. We are professional grade. So my coffee this morning is not, there was two coffee pods left. You got decaf? No. Oh. Did I tell you that? Are you a coffee drinker, Road Rash? Oh, yeah, when I have to. So the the big secret is if you make the person at Starbucks mad at you when you're in the drive through, if you're mean to them, they give you decaf. They give you decaf. <laughs> Did you make them mad at you? No. So I had two pods left, and one of them was Mrs. Granny's favorite, and I liked it. And then there was this like hazelnut, and so now I have this hazelnut smelling coffee that's. You're a little, little nutty this morning. Oh, okay. Well, I like that. Little, now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Texas game warden was notified about a complaint regarding a local pet store in San Antonio that had a tortoise for sale. Upon inspection of the pet store, the warden seized a Texas tortoise, a threatened species, that was given to the store. Further investigation revealed the store also had was also selling Mississippi map turtles 
and River Cooter Turtles. Those are my favorite. Without a non-game dealer's license, the Texas tortoise was released back into the wild and charges are pending. Yeah, you can get you can get those licenses though. You can get that like uh you know, wildlife capture license. So I've got a buddy that does a lot of exotic deer trading and stuff like that. And he said <clears throat> they actually uh uh, I was talking to him. I was like, man, I'm just wondering what how I can utilize some of this land, you know, that I got and some of this property uh, on the farm, you know, and what kind of animals, if there's any kind Kangaroo. of animals. And, Kangaroo. No, I've already been down that. It's not going to work. Dang it. Uh, but he said you would not believe how much money is in turtles. He said you grow a turtle for three years, the right kind, and boom, you get like 150 per- percent return on your investment so yeah and if they ever make, get out like they're like can't go very far <laughs> yeah. you catch up with them all time like oh man if they got out two and a half weeks ago <laughs> found them 100 yards down the road <laughs> right yeah so anyway uh turtles man I'm a, I'm the money is in turtles <laughs> i didn't know that but you, i'm all in you get investment tips like this only one place folks live in the bunkhouse that's right and uh, I'd like for you to call Cody with all your investment <laughs> ideas. <laughs> He's looking for you to invest in your project. <laughs> uh, Val Verde County Game Board. I've got a turtle farm. <laughs> Come on down. No, you know what? I'm going to put bees in. Oh, don't do that. Why? Why would you? Because it's, I don't know. It just seems like they it'd be sting cool. you. No, they don't. You buy a bee... I saw a bee suit on Craigslist. I already <laughs> bought it. <laughs> I guess it works. Uh, I'm just going to make one up because it's just like a white painter suit. You just put it on. You know, it's, it must be the white or something. And then you put on some thick. Have you ever watched uh, Gloves? What's that movie where Macaulay Culkin, like his first movie when he was a t- little kid? When he makes traps for Home the guys Alone? trying to break no, in his house? Not Home Alone. Before that, I think it was Macaulay Culkin. And he's like in love with that young, they're like five years old. And he's like in love with that girl, you know, the neighbor girl, and they do everything together. Well, he ends up dying. From a bee sting? Getting stung by a swarm of bees. And anyway, I can't remember the movie. That's the only part I remember. remember the happy part, though. (laughs) There's a love story of some sort, but he died by bees. And Um, it... I'm just like, well, there's no need for ever bees. since ever since you were a kid and you saw that you was like, yeah. <laughs> bees. A Valverde County game warden was patrolling the northern end of the county for whitetail deer hunting compliance when he contacted several subjects who were acting evasive when asked simple hunting related questions. Further questioning revealed the group had been trespassing and duck hunting without a license or a duck stamps. In between their deer hunt, the breasted out ducks were found neatly stored in a potato chip bag, multiple cases, and restitution pending. Well, they came prepared. You know, that was premeditated duck hunting. Shooting their ducks, and then they ate their chips and put the duck breast in there and kept on going. Uh. You got to watch what you're doing. Man, don't. You got to do it right. Do it right or don't do it at all. Imagine a 100-mile nature trail connecting Austin and San Antonio. So this is something that. I was going to talk to you about this. This is really happening. And the reason why I think it's going to really happen is because of the people that are. All the money that Austin has. The board includes the guy who uh, CEO. Uh, let's see. The guy who started Whole Foods is part of this board of directors. So, so it's going I'm from guessing, Austin to San Antonio. Yeah, and it's going by a trail, right? Hundred mile trail. They've already got part of it started. So, how long does that take to hike? You're a hiker. Is that a five dayer? Uh, several days. Twenty five, yeah. twenty you miles could a day. Probably do well if if you're kicking it. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you're kicking it. Yeah, and it's going to be mostly flat. I mean, you're you're we're not doing major elevation changes. No, no, it'll be thirty five is but pretty go, smooth. It, <laughs> <laughs> you just walk down I-35, thirty five. No, it's going it by. Pretty it's smooth. going off into the country. The tricky part about this one is going by all these springs, these natural springs. Uh, and so that's why that's the part of this they're trying to weave together is how to get access to these springs and through pro- public property and stuff. You know, stuff like stuff like the Appalachian Trail. That's or what I'm saying. Yeah, they're going to Pacific Coast Trail. They do. They do really well. They do really. They have good conservation groups that put together the trail and what happens on the trail, and they're kept really clean. There's a lot of rules, you know, that that hikers follow. You think now, this is going to be the same situation, or you think this is going to get filled up with campers? Yeah, it homeless homeless people finding their way along the just with camps. Yeah, all along this trail. That'll be that'll be the tricky part. That's what's going to happen because it's going to be so 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 much access, urban access. Right. I mean, there's some of that for the AT and stuff like that. But I've been on the AT. I've been on those trails, uh, Robert Muir, and you know, there's. There's a lot of respect for him. It'll be interesting to see how it's kind of like that whole Barton Springs, uh, how Barton Springs aquifer stuff used to happen, how that was managed. You know, now you don't hear anything about it now, and you got all those homeless people just living on the side of the river and the creeks leading into it. Hey, uh, farmranchstore.com, man, we are looking at dirt. I'm looking at it every day, and one of the first things I do is start looking at the fencing and the gates and, you know, am I going to put a corral over here? Farmranchstore.com, those guys have all the gear. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, and rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Go see our buddies at farmranchstore.com where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, coming up next, a whole nother hour of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. We've got your PETA report, your Armed Citizens report, plus the top of the hour we're going to talk. Uh, I'm I'm sensing TJ has a little something to get off his chest. You get it only one place right here. It is the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.